They would do well to be more careful where they stick their noses. While I have many servants simply whiling away their days, forgetting the majesty of Lady Rushlade, there are far more that have spent the centuries preparing to burst forth from the Fogfin and scour the city of Absalom from the face of Galarian. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM Trevor, and with me I have somebody who has newly experienced the joy that is John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I hope this is the uh, the start of a new uh, new bit on our show where uh, it's Micah loses his uh, video, his movie virginity. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cut that out. Yeah, well, <laughs> cut that wasn't out. funny. Hilarious. Keeping it in. Keeping it in. Don't like it? Keeping it. It stays. Keeping it in. (laughs) All right. That's fine. It stays. So we mentioned last week that I'm supposed to watch it, and uh, I actually followed through on something for once. Whoa. uh, Yep. I watched it again, too. Amazon. And uh, which version did you watch? The original. Or do you mean like director's cut or something like that? I don't give a shit. Oh, I just watched it. (laughs) I watched the original uh, 1982 John Carpenter's The Thing. It's for free on Peacock, by the way, if you have a Peacock subscription. I was like, I need to watch it. I want to watch it before the episode. And then I didn't have any time. And then I was Wait, like, I'm not going to be able to it? find it. No, I have. I just haven't oh, seen okay. it since I was like 11. Pro- like I, when I was a kid, I, I just. It, it actually cracks yeah. me up that, you know, the second, the thing they made is a prequel, but it is the exact same name. There is nothing. Mm-hmm. No, it's just the thing. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not a remake. It is a prequel to the original <laughs> 83 version, but both the same name. They should have named so, it. In Norwegian for that one. I think the the thing remake or not remake. Ting it. Yeah. Ting it. Something like that. If they would have taken the second one, the one, the thing 2011 and like did the whole movie in Norwegian with subtitles, that would have been so baller. Mm -hmm. I would have freaking loved that. That would have been cool. Between that and like sticking with the, sticking with the practical effects like they had originally done and the producers chickened out. They would have done those two things that probably would have elevated the movie so much better. I don't know. It sounds a bit too adventurous for a modern movie. Like I, I was actually like, I, w- I was thinking about that when I was watching this movie and I don't want to be like the classic movie bro, whatever, but like, God damn, this is a unique movie. This kind of movie could not be made today. Like, like there, there were no like cheap horror things about it. Um, I didn't feel like they were condescending to me. And I was surprised like thinking that, and then reading reviews of the movie after the fact, where like apparently back in the day in 1982, it was considered like drivel. There was um, one jump so. scare in the whole movie that I caught, and it's not even a serious one. It's like something goes by a door. Yeah, exactly. When the guy was in the kennel, and then right. like the, uh, mm-hmm. the thing that. like just walks by. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, that was that was great. That was good. I do have a serious gaming question though. How much less lay on hands is Esmordrin going to get after you watch this movie? <laughs> oh, you're, you're never getting that ever again. Right. Ever again. I, I always no, think of when never. Norris, when Norris's heart stops, right? Norris thing stops mm-hmm. and they do the, um, the paddles. Chest compression. And his chest or, opens yeah. up and the, the mouth opens. That's totally Esmordrin. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love that movie so much. Um, uh, fun, fun thing about it that, uh, Jake may not realize, but the gentleman that plays Childs, Keith David, was mm-hmm. Dr. Facilier, one of the best modern Disney uh, villains. 
You yeah, ever got Keith to David, be dude. shitting me. No yeah. way, I didn't know that. That's legitimately like one of my favorite modern Disney films in terms of music, and it's mostly for Dr. Basilier. I love that film. Uh, which movie is that? Uh, Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. Okay. It's really good. Yeah. It's the last uh, Disney animated film, like hand animated film, right? I don't know if that's true. Maybe not hand animated. I, I think it, it actually is. It, like they, they, it, I actually think the last handmade, yeah, the last hand animated one was one that did not do well at all. I can't even remember the name of it, but it was the one about the cows. Cows? Back at the barnyard. Barn. No, is no. that? I don't think that's the that's one because there's Disney. these cows like and out no, in. It was not the one. Oh, no, no, home on the range. No. Home on the range. Yes, that's it. Uh, I think that actually was, was the last. Princess and the Frog is definitely newer. Is it? Oh yeah, Home on the Range came out in like the early 2000s. Yeah, Jake used to watch that thing on repeat when he was like three. So. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just one of the, the only movies we had. No, Home on the Range. Oh, okay, I was like, no way. I was in high yeah, school. No, <laughs> no, no Princess we, we and the Frog on the Range. <laughs> yeah, on VHS. I remember watching that mm-hmm. with Sarah after we were married. So I mean, yeah. I think that movie's maybe 12 years old. It was a good movie. It's a cute little movie. It's a cute movie. I like Princess and the Frog. It is a great movie. My daughter was really into it for a long time. Because I got friends on the other side. side. That's a great movie. Anybody else have recommendations for us to watch? Uh, Come on over to the Discord. Tell us what we should watch and what we haven't watched. And, you know. Yes, because of my sheltered upbringing, I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of things. So I get to have really fun conversations with peers my age. And they're like, what do you mean you haven't seen? Insert classic. Mm -hmm. That's Kenny. You know, touchstone film here. Yeah, I'm honestly the same way. What do you mean you haven't seen Die Hard? Come on. I haven't seen Die Hard. I just, I just watched Die Hard. Yeah, oh, you never seen Die Hard? I've never seen Die Hard. never seen Die Hard. Oh my God. I was bored on the plane home and I just watched Die Hard because I was like, hey, this, is, this is, I love this movie. You know what? I'm, I'm giving you shit for this. I watched Die Hard for the first time like three years ago. So oh. yeah. yeah, we watched yeah, Die good. Hard every Christmas. I've it's been, a Christmas movie. I've been going through a lot of movies that, like, everybody's told me I should, and they're cultural touchstone movies. Like, um, recently watched uh, The Big Lebowski for the first time because oh, oh, yeah, literally everybody and their uncle told me you need to watch The Big Lebowski. It really ties the room together, man. <laughs> and uh, I introduced Sarah to the Alien franchise not too long ago and made her watch Ooh. all of those. Good times, good times. Yeah, that can be another classic horror yeah. movie I've not seen. Cammy hasn't never, seen what? anything ever. I've never seen Alien. Really? You have to see Alien before next week, and we'll talk about that. All right, you got it, sure. <laughs> it's so good. I actually it's have so not good. seen Alien either. Yeah. Both of you. Really? You have to watch Alien. You Alien's haven't seen great. Alien? Good Lord. I yeah, haven't seen Alien. I have, uh, I've seen like half of the original Predator film. I've seen bits and pieces of Predator 2, like just in passing, but no, I've never seen that. <laughs> Predator there, 2, a, take your lead. Missing out. The original All Predator. Right, uh, Jake, Jake, BA. serious offer. We haven't hung out in a while. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be back in Perry this weekend. Okay. You want to hang out and watch Alien? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, okay. I do. Excellent. Yeah, this is Excellent. happening. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Fuck yeah, dude. This sounds oh, fun. I recently started watching, I need to finish watching it. RRR. It's a Tollywood film. Everybody needs to go watch it. It is badass. I'm like 35 minutes into it, and I just officially finished the title sequence. It's three hours and 14 <laughs> minutes long. Damn. It's balls to the wall awesome. I have been watching Hammer and Bolter, which is like an animated uh, Warhammer 40k series. Um, story's pretty neat. A lot of interesting plot elements and, and tie-ins to like a lot of like really obscure 40k lore and stuff like that, and there's some really cool storylines in it. 
But God damn it, Games Workshop, with how much money you make, you could have put so much more effort into that animation because it is PowerPoint level at some point, like at some, like outside. Of, it's it's <laughs> not good. And people are like, well, at least we got something, you know, like that's well, the point. What about that dude that did the Astartes fan so, film? So here's the thing is that Warhammer has their own streaming service now. Um, and that guy was hired by them to make uh, the series that they're now airing on that, which is of of significantly higher animation quality. So, okay, well, I might have to pick this up because uh, while I don't about play the, the Blood games, Ravens too, I so. will absolutely, absolutely demolish some more Hammer lore. So they have like an episode in Hammer and Bolter where it's like an orc boss is talking to two orc boys about how they need to get bigger and stronger. And the only way to do that is to go out and fight and get yourself a rival. And he tells them the story of uh, uh, Mega Uruk Thraka and Baalai. Do you know that story? I do Sounds not like know that story. Sounds like it be from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Imperial Guardsman. He's like an Imperial Captain, and he's an absolute badass, right? They chase the orcs off of the planet, but uh, Mega Uruk Thraka uh, drew them into a trap and demolished this guy's forces and captured him and kept him prisoner, and they led like a prison break or whatever, but then he fought him again and captured him again and destroyed his ship and like all this other stuff, and old Baalai was like gonna die and then Megaruk Thraka saved him and like had the orcs carry him out of his cell. And he's like standing next to an Imperial dropship. And he's like, you know, in their super cockney British accent, he's like, get in. And he's like, is this some kind of trick? And he's like, no tricks. Good enemies are really hard to find. And he lets him go. And that's the end of the whole story. Like this, this, <laughs> this, 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 like this, this human commander. Since nobody was like, and then? Yeah, no. I, I was <laughs> waiting for more. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to keep going. Yeah, yeah, like, orcs are normally brutal and don't give an absolute shit about yeah, humans, as up. they call them, or anything else. They have no regard for human life. But because this guy is such a formidable Just foe, how orcs should be. And so difficult for them to kill, he let him go because good fights are hard to come by. That is mm. rad. That's badass. So, it's pretty it's much the, the beginning the of... Joker's logic. It's the beginning of October right now. And it is spooky season is going in full swing. And me and Sarah don't get to go on many dates. We finally found a, a babysitter, which for some reason I didn't think of it. My neighbor uh, has like a 20-year-old daughter that I don't even think of as an adult because when we moved in, she was like 10. So I, they're like still kids, right? And I'm old. Uh, but she's going to watch the kids. But me and Sarah have planned to go do this weird, creepy seance thing in a haunted uh, wine bar in downtown Hi, Houston. Mom. Don't tell dad. Whatever. <laughs> he doesn't listen, so. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty jazzed. I didn't even know this place existed. I've walked by it a hundred times, I'm sure. But it was, it's been around since the 1840s. And apparently it's a, it's a hotbed, no matter what you uh, believe in any of that stuff, which I, I think it's kind of BS. I, I still like spooky stuff, and I think it's, it's going to be fun regardless. I think it's kind of BS, too, but I went to a, um, I, I went to a uh, what's, what's, what's a good word for this, congregation of uh, Satanists one time for like a, a satanic worship meetup. Like, thing. are you talking like satanic temple or church of Satan? Uh, I believe church of Satan. Well, which one is, is the like the Anton LaVey thing? Uh, Satanic Temple, I believe. I don't, I don't quite remember because I know that there's one that's mostly about political action and an activism and stuff like that, and actually does a lot of stuff. And the other one is just kind of like "fuck you, atheist or Christianity." From what I understand, if any, if any of our listeners are Satanists, please call in. 
The Satanic Temple is <laughs> the one that is mostly uh, secular political action. Church of Satan yeah. started in 1966. Yeah, no, I think these were Church of Satan people because they were very much into it. There is there is oh, a yeah, lot of stuff. Believe, set they up. believe in legit magic and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah, there was like a oh, head yeah. of a quote unquote <laughs> coven, and it was just I mean, like to some be fair, dude so named Mitch in a weird hat. <laughs> So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it was it was just as weird as drinking the blood and eating the body of Christ. So, <laughs> or I mean, it, honestly, it probably was a little. I mean, there was like a nice burlesque show. Some girl got naked, covered herself in blood. It was weird. It was interesting. Who's blood? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was fake. I hope. I didn't ask questions. I was just kind of like, "Wow, this is a lot." And then I was with someone, and we left. Drove like an hour and a half to watch all these weirdos be weird. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going out there and being weird. It's like three blocks from where you were working, Raymond. It's not far oh. from there at all. It's like two blocks from Frank's. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So the Satanist BYOB means something totally different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know who else wants you to bring your own I was Exactly. Like, I was going to say, you know, you know what else is full of blood? It's this room we were just in. <laughs> Last week, you guys absolutely curb stomped wait no you didn't did you curb stomp was that last week Jesus. that was the week before that we curb stomped the wooden statue no right. i think God. it was it was the beginning of last week like i think right. we did that right at the very em- very beginning of the episode and then went to the mm-hmm. library and then came exactly yeah because south. you did not use up any resources pretty much you killed it in one round you absolutely smoked the wooden golem yeah. headed back to the area where you had fought the Solaces, not to be confused with Solus, those that are without souls from uh, East Foundry. Check them out on Patreon. You were searching through that room looking for more information, uh, and while Yosef and Solus were dutifully looking through the tomes and trying to glean more information about their current situation... And noticing the bas-relief carving into the ornate door and the northern side of the hall, representing Nimbaloth's worshippers' souls being consumed by nothingness. William and Asmordor had the great idea to open up a door down in the south end of the room, uh, 30-plus feet away from Yosef and Solus, and stumble in on a good old-fashioned blood orgy of sorts. There's gore and viscera and nastiness all over the walls. There's a couple of cultists just chilling. A fight ensues. You make pretty quick work of them. Um, Solus does go down hard. Nothing puts a smile on a ghoul's face faster. Hero point. You get one. Take it. So good. Ghouls love it when a guy goes down. Hard. Hard. Micah's blushing like a schoolgirl over there. What are you talking about? Micah knows how to go down. I believe it. Yeah, I'm not nervous at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he says right before he goes down. (laughs) I'm comfortable with this. (laughs) You should see that dude put on his snorkel before he goes diving. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going in. Going spelunking, fellas. Be back in 20 minutes. Wait, wait, why would I say fellas? Who else is there? (laughs) You're saying that to the group chat before you get laid, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> okay, fair. You gotta, you gotta let the squad know. He jumps into Discord, gets on a video call, adjusts his snorkel for us, <laughs> and then leaves. Yo, for the meme this week, can you use that clip from Futurama where Biff is like, Kip, 
Dude, I've you, made it you with know a woman. I don't know anything about Futurama. Oh. Kip, I've made it with a woman. <laughs> Inform the men. Inform the men. After dispatching them, you headed south and walked into a room that was filled with arcane power. Crackling. You could smell the ozone in the air. And perhaps there's something a little bit different about this teleportation circle that you see on the eastern side of the room. What do you do? I'm going to investigate. You would say that. I would. I did. I got a 20 in total. 20 in what? Perception. You didn't tell me what you were rolling for. I said investigate. It's a perception uh, roll. I know. Okay, whatever. Shut up. I will. You should know this. Check out this teleportation circle. It looks all very teleporty. Hmm. Yes. This teleport room is made out of teleport room. You can't tell anything really by looking at it, but you can hear like a low thrumming, very, very faint, and smell uh, ozone in the air, like telltale signs of arcane magic. Magic? Arcane Mage? magic. At least that's the way that I always do it in my world. I really like the whole, you know, magic having a physical hold on the world like it, it changes it you can tell the magic has happened I, I really dig that but I like to think of it as the warp is right? this a Very similar. is this a constant effect or does it feel like it's fluctuating perhaps like maybe something you've recently used it or this is just a, a standard emanation Give me an arcana let's figure that one out let's learn together ooh a two for an eleven <laughs> really no way of knowing at least not with the level of knowledge that you have Guess who also has Arcana? Me. I'm going to roll. Okay. That was a natural 16 for a 24. You feel like maybe this... You feel like maybe this portal has been partially awoken. That this side is active. But whatever it connects to is not. Oh, so maybe this leads to the room upstairs and we just got to fix that. Yes, uh, Yosef, do you believe it has some connection to the portal we saw earlier? I... Whether in icons or drawings or anything? This is definitely connected to all of the other portal rooms. It has the exact same iconography etched in silver in this, this square over here. I don't cast spells, but I believe the blessings that I have been given from the Lady of Graves herself allows me to feel a little bit into the arcane plane. This room seems to be active, but it's the other end of this portal that is destroyed and or inactive. It may be that one upstairs in the room uh, on the ground floor. If we could fix that, we might have a, you know, a quote-unquote fast travel point between this floor and the ground floor. Is there, did you guys ever come across one in the room directly above us? I think we've come across two or three so far. Mm -hmm. Yes, two, I believe. Well, yeah. You've come across two that were not defaced. Yeah, the, the, the one near the blood pool was super defaced. Yeah, was yeah that, that had been, yeah, been looted ages mm -hmm. ago. So something to keep in mind, if we want to jot this down, is that this room is, for all intents and purposes, fully functional. Fully armed and functional teleport room. <laughs> Well, I could certainly do some research and see if we can get the other ones operational. So what do you do? You have another door to the south of this 
room. So we keep chucking along. Well, I, I, I would like to put my little rat paw and throw my opinion into this, but uh, I there high was... five him with one of my lower hands. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any vestigial hands that I forgot about? Yeah, the lower hands. Oh, right, right, right. I'm going to like recoil a little bit like, eh, and, like wipe it on my side. <laughs> Why are you slimy? <laughs> what do you put on those? Bo- Never mind. I don't want to know. Um, yeah, yeah, Joseph, don't mind that right now. Please, could you take a look at this door? See if there's anything on the other side. Well, well, there was. While well, you got, what about those those large double doors to the north? Those really ornate, spooky mm. doors that we were looking mm-hmm. at before we got pulled away over here. True. And there was also a door to true, the yeah. east as well. I feel like it'd be smart to sort of branch out from that center library. So I agree with Joseph. I think we should go back up. I mean, sure. Very well. And, okay. And well. Health, health check, where's everyone at? I'm uh, down like 12. So I'm, I'm I'm a little hurt. I'm down 20, but that's, I still have 53. Yeah. I'm full. I, I'm down 22. I could, um, I could treat wounds on somebody and Micah could lay on hands somebody in the same amount of time if we want to just get some two, two heels out, blam, blam. So does that sound yeah. good? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, sure. Yosef and uh, and uh, I can try to treat wounds. Treat someone wounds? as well as Mordrin. Didn't you try to treat wounds last session? On who? I I tried to uh, treat wounds on myself and uh, okay. got a failure. So that was you know it takes an hour to pass before that. Right. So I just thought that somebody had tried to treat wounds on Solus, but I guess he just laid on hands himself and he took a potion, right? Yeah. Yes, I gave him. Down. I gave him the elixir, the minor elixir of life that I had. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Hold still. Uh, as yeah. Then I can do a. Uh, I can do a lay on hands on someone. <sighs> That's a natural one. <laughs> oh no! Who are you talking to? Bueno. I thought it was Asmordrin that needed. That needed it. He's definitely going to need it now. Yeah. Well, maybe right. if Solus can then lay on hands me. <laughs> who? Well, who you got to do some That's damage. What I, was doing. I thought if somebody was down twenty. Was I thought is that Billiam? I'm down twenty, but I'm still I'm still at fifty three. So I don't think I'm getting. I don't need it. You sure? Not I already rolled one. this, so I don't know how we want to move forward. <laughs> I was I was under a misconception. Well, I mean, if you think you were doing me, that's fine. Lay it on me, big rat. What is that? One d eight damage? Yeah, let me let me roll my d eight. My cool black obsidian d eight three. <laughs> You're probably just like looking over at Billy. I'm like, man, that guy's really. <laughs> I don't stick that in my mouth. What are you doing? <laughs> that hurts. I, I'm sorry. I thought you would hurt my bet. I guess that's just the way your skin I, looks. I, I am hurt. Now I'm more hurt. I'm sorry. I was trying to help. I'll. Uh... Okay. Who wants a, who wants a medicine check from me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I roll a one. B. No, I got to roll a twelve. So that's a total of eighteen. So. Yeah. Get... Give me that two d eight. Uh, oh, you get six back. Hey, four and a two. It's pretty good. I'll take it. Better, better than nothing. I'm a forty out of forty-six, so that'll that'll do. So, so I am now two hit po- or three hit points less than when we started the healing, <laughs> and I'm doing great. Oh, I mean, Solus can lay on hands on you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, just gonna reach out, give him a good old pat on the back, restore twelve HP. Just t- stay away from that Tommy mouth. And I bite both your hands off. <laughs> no, I, I'm coming in from the back, not from the front. Switch. 
All right, so that is 12. So that puts him back at 41. A little better. All right. So that just takes 10 minutes. So do we want to press on? Yeah, let's, uh, if everybody's cool with it, we can go to the north. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You're going to go north, not south. Correct. Yes. Back up to those double doors. Heading to the north. The big double doors are. But this this door's right here. Wait, why? Uh, Nope, as more we're going this way. God damn it, as Billiam got away, I was going like, Billiam, what's what's <laughs> open the door? Billiam's the only one you can persuade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's my partner in crime. Yeah, right. <laughs> has been consecutively. Well, as Morgan has a chaotic alignment, so I'm yeah. trying to play that. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so you make your way back up to this big foreboding double door. It's spooky up here on the northern Yosef, side. Before you open that or anyone, maybe let's have a listen at all of the doors. I just don't want the repeat of having things come out after us if we oh, get yeah. into a spot of trouble. Well, everybody split up and listen. Yeah. I got the I one to the east, guys. I don't, I don't, I'll listen. I'm just not very good at it. Muckwork, you, you That's great. put your ear up to. I'll see if you I got can a hear 17 something. for a 24. All oh. right. Anybody else? I got a 17 for a 27 on the door to the north. Oh, I'm not even going to try. I got a four for a 10. Billiam, you hear a whole lot of nothing. Kind of empty echoes is probably the best way I could describe it. All right, I'm going to rejoin the party and go, guys, I didn't hear anything. Yosef, did you hear anything? Shut the fuck up. Oh, sorry. And Yosef, you can hear a couple of voices that sound like they're trying to plead with or assuage the concerns of something. Uh, you can't quite make out what they're saying. But the intent is clear. They're very they're kowtowing almost to this. And then you hear a large booming voice that you recognize from a few days before. The lady of the night tires of your excuses. Where is the one? And the pleading continues. And you hear the voice again. Enough. You have three days. Find the book. Or my wrath will be the least of your worries. Yosef, what's going on? Yosef, you hear heavy, plodding, armor-clad footsteps nearing the door. Fuck! Um... Yosef, everybody who is like standing around Yosef and he's like, be quiet. After the footsteps start, you see him immediately produce the whip and whisper, yell at everybody, get back. So he's going to take a step to yeah. the left and draw his sword and shield. I'll have something's coming. Alondra out. Yosef, step away from the door. This is either one of two things. <laughs> I know exactly what this is. This is either the Grave Knight or the. Um, demon the the devil maybe yeah the demon I, it's the that, grave yeah. knight it's i think a it's the grave, percent the grave no the okay. demon hasn't left that room for 500 years he's not going to start today oh true 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 this is the grave door night, opens uh, not so, so much opens but flings open at both of the doors at the same time and standing there resplendent in his fell armor is the grave knight from before <gasps> This dude's gonna fuck us. <laughs> oh god. We got him, guys. Alright, this we is where somebody him. dies for the first Brilliant. time. And he calling it now steps through the door. Uh! And 
pays you no heed. Oh, shit. But as he walks slowly through the room, eyeing each of you, stares directly at each of you. I don't like what a as fucking power through, move. Right. Opens the door that Billion was previously looking at and steps into a corridor and around a darkened hallway. What a fucking giga chat. Holy shit. Phil shuts the door. (laughs) Let him go. Oh, oh yeah. That'll stop him. (laughs) I know, right? Doors. Death (laughs) didn't stop this one, but yes, no, a conventional wooden door. And those two doors that he had opened as if on some sort of enchanted timer of sorts close back. I would like to try to open one of these doors. I would like to see if I could unpiss my pants real quick. (laughs) Suck it all back up. (laughs) Yosef is going to look wide-eyed at all of his compatriots and be like, uh, I think I'm glad he ignored us for now. Also, why? For our our bodily well-being, I believe you are correct. Why does he not care that we're here? I'm a little insulted. I'm glad, but insulted. And he went that way if you want to go argue no, the points with No, 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 I'm just... Are we really no threat to him? That's... you got bigger fish to fry. I, I tend to believe that as long as we do not get in the way of his task, that he has no reason to harm us. Can we roll any... Can we, can we try again with religion on Grave Knights to see if we can figure out why he didn't engage us? I will let you roll religion, I will let you roll society, and I will let you roll a lore that you have that may work out well for this. I, have, I will he, roll a religion. He has, is he a mercenary because of his knight armor? You can roll on it if thing. you want. All right, let's try it. I'm going to go with religion. I got a 13 for a 23 with religion. Oh, I got a 16 a for a 23. Yeah, I got a 15 for a 23. Damn. <laughs> Okay, so everybody, y'all got a twenty-three, right? Is that yeah. is that yeah. what it was? What yeah. was that yeah, on? What were you? What court. were those on? Like what? What were religion? The... I got a twenty-three on religion. Okay, or I guess, religion. Or I guess could I say society because it's the same bonus? Nah, it's not going to matter. Okay, I just didn't know if they were going to give different levels of information. I got a twenty-three on mercenary lore. Okay, um, none of you did well enough to crit succeed, so I guess it doesn't really matter that much. You know that Grave Knights um, are very set upon their tasks. They have a goal that is set about them by their creator. And the goal may be very vague or it may be very focused. But they pursue that goal with a dogged tenacity. And they are not easily swayed from it. So if he feels that you are not impeding him on his goal he is not likely to engage you. So so, so that, that whole walk through the room with his fucking dick out was just like, pools open, bitches. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Water's fine. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's horrifying. I didn't like, good job, Trevor. Good job. I think that's the first time you put real fear in my character's heart in this whole <laughs> campaign. I mean, the blood yeah, was really like- good. The Drake was really good, but that... Just see this dude walking through like, I dare you. I fucking dare you to try to fight me right now. Uh, it's like Techno Viking <laughs> during the middle of his walk. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. He just like points at you guys. 
and then dances his way out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> that dance was so much better. I know the listener, it doesn't matter for you, but Trevor has a camera that's following his head yep. as he moves around every minute movement. So the camera is just following his head around as he does this weird techno dance in his seat, right? <laughs> it's good. It's real good. Okay. Okay. Enough visual So jokes. what do you do? Uh, like I said, I'll uh, unpiss my rat pants or try. All right. I don't know if there's a role for that, but uh, here's what I'm not going to do, GM. I want you to roll on absorption, please. No. Um, there's a no. table. Hold on. Okay. Well, you while you look that up, I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. I am not going to go down the corridor to the east where he went. That's what I'm yeah, not going to do. I am going to go back to these doors. Coward. And... I'm going to listen again, just real quick. Look at everybody. I still got my whip out. Everybody else should have their weapons out. I'm gonna gonna listen real quick. I got a four for uh, fourteen. So you hear distant muffled voices, a pair of them, but that's it. The only reason that I'm allowing you to hear that is because you knew that there were other people in there before because of the good roll. Okay. So, so I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to augmenting your ability. You just have no idea what they're saying. You can't tell. Who's saying what? You hear voices. You can't pick out how many there may be. There's just at voices. At least two. That's what I know. I'm going to look at the uh, everybody around me and say, at least two. Be ready. And I'm going to I'm gonna place my, my rat heel against this, this door and kick it open. Oh. Oh! It's you! At the far we meet again. Oh, end Ooh. of the room. Let me, let me set the stage. There's soft light illuminating several display cases in this vast room. I would say this room is roughly hmm, 50 feet across and roughly triangular, 60 feet deep. At the far end is a curved wall. That would be the northern wall. And standing in the center on a raised altar is a hideous towering figure of a woman. This figure is composed of hundreds of portions of stitched together rotting flesh <gasps> from different creatures and draped in tattered, filthy, blood-soaked sheets. I've seen one. And of these. a stench of rot from the statue fills the room. Even with the ceilings towering 20 feet, there is no escaping the smell. Ooh, this and is I need all of you to give me a fortitude save. Uh, right out the bat, even before initiative? Damn. I got that That's stank. how bad the stank is. I rolled the 19. That is great. Ooh. You're good. I got 13 a, for a 22. You're good. 16 yeah. for a 27. You're good. 14 for a 24. All right, you are all good. It's not going to affect you. You were able to shake it off, and it's not going to affect you in the future either. So you are good. As you fling the doors open, the two figures at the far end of the room, you recognize one of them, at least... Yeah, I do. ...what you can see of him as he is shimmering softly, just barely visible. And as you see them, and they see you, and he looked at him... And looked at me. And looked at me. And I looked at him. Said, this is like sorry. the nerd making eye contact with the bully from across the hall. We're going to kick the shit out of this guy. Yeah, well, uh, I'm, I'm going I'm gonna to do the point that Bolo Young does in the towards the end of Bloodsport. And 
And as the door opens and they see you open the door, you hear the smaller one. Those are the ones, the ones that disturbed her inner sanctum. And he goes invisible. Ugh, what little bitch. Ka-chunk. The other one, I'm going to give you a little quick peekaroo at her. She didn't go invisible. Also, why does he get an action to go invisible, GM? This is horse uh, shit. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a reaction. It's full flavor invisible. And you see this other creature. I don't, I don't like that. Uh, it looks like a female ghoul. She's holding a staff of sorts and seems to be wearing some sort of ceremonial robes. She it has like- the typical sharpened ghoul teeth and blue pallor. So it is safe to assume that she be a ghoul. She looks like she has a trouble hook around her neck. Right? I don't like it. Mm-mm. I don't like it at all. Oh, yes! You guests! Yes, guests! If it's okay, they were simply investigating the ruins. Very beautiful, the place that you found, is it not true? Can we drop the pretext and the bullshit? You know you're going to kill us, and I'm definitely going to kill the little flight one that just turned invisible, whatever that suka is. I will give you one chance to not be consumed and your flesh scattered. Join us in the glory of the canker. Throw down your weapons and accept the lady's gifts. Turn and be one of so, us. So, first thing, I literally can't throw down this weapon. It, it is a part of my body now. Unfortunate for, for your purposes, I suppose. Um, second of all, no. Literally every single ghoul we've come across, we've killed. So, we're just going to add you to another list. This is your Very last chance well. to just walk away. I see you choose to join in a more painful oh fashion. And I need you all to roll for initiative. Yay. Oh. Shit. Uh, by the way, random question. What time of day is it right now? I'd imagine it's like early afternoon uh, or something. I'd say it's probably about two, three o'clock, if I had to guess. I'm going to have to roll for initiative. Got a very bad initiative. Hopefully, that's not. All right. I got an okay one. How my rolls go. Billiam. Actually, that was pretty good. What you got? Bill got a six for a 13. Not good. As Modern. No. 12 for an 18. A little better. Yosef. 14 for a 24. Much better. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Decent. And Solace. Eight for a 16. Not great. Yeah. Well, at least Yosef uh, is up there at the top of the initiative order. Going to oh bring it into the open for you. Gentlemen, they have challenged you to lay down your weapons and join willingly, and you refuse. It's time to put up or shut up. Yosef, what do you do? So... First thing, I already have my weapon drawn and everything, but is there can I is is it too early for me to try to roll another knowledge check on that other creature to try to figure out how it keeps turning invisible? Or if there's well, a way yeah, that I can, can stop a, it? You can roll a knowledge check even if your weapon's drawn. I mean, well no, ahead. I mean I tried to roll on it earlier in the same day, like not very long ago, so I just wanted to make oh, sure. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Is, is it today? Recent. No, no, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Was it? 
Okay. Yeah, because it okay. was right before you uh, tried to fight the wood golem, and it sent you pack, and, and you came back the next day and wrecked it. So right, yeah, go right, ahead and right, roll, right, roll, right. roll something. It's nature, right? That's a nature. It's still an awful roll for me, but let's see. That was a natural 18 for 20. You know what? That's enough. Oh, hell this yeah. is a lurker in light. Yep. Fucking knew it. It's a fey okay. creature. Um, in sources of bright light, which this room has due to the illuminated cases, it can become invisible, which it is right now. Uh, if it goes into an area of darkened light, it is much weaker. All right. Armed with this newfound information, I will turn to all of my compatriots quickly with a look of sudden, like, eureka, and be like, it's the lights! It's the lights! The stick can turn invisible in bright light! Smash the cases! And I'm going to run into the room, compliment of my move, and I want to I want to attack this object and see if I can damage it with my, my weapon. Go right on ahead. Do I have to roll to attack a stationary oh, object? Oh, yeah. You do. Oh. Can I miss this? I'm confused. Uh, so... Christian, help me out here. There is a AC, but there's also like a the, really it's the break DC and the hardness that we care about. So I guess you don't really have to roll to hit this thing, do you? I think it's yeah. Like typically, DC, unless yeah. an object is animated, That's I mean, right. if you feel there's a strong, compelling reason to make an attack roll, you can just go to the damage because you yeah, can't critical damage, them. and they don't take precision damage. So it's really right. just damage versus hardness. Oh, so can't sneak up on by, this thing. It's just yeah. my two d eight. Yeah. Okay, so I'll roll my 2d8. First d8 is 7. Cool. Good shit. Seven one is, second one is 5, so 12 points of slashing damage for what it's worth. I don't know if that matters as well. No effect that you can tell. Oof. Uh, I'm going to turn back and be like, Billiam, this is really your expertise. Could use your help in here smashing and grabbing. You got it. That is the end of my turn. I did a knowledge, I did a move, I did an attack, and now I'm just alone in this room. That's cool. You are, aren't you? Yeah. That kind of sucks for you, doesn't it, buddy? Sure mm-hmm. doesn't. Or, uh, sure does, huh? Yikes. Okie dokie. It is this female ghoul thingamajigger's turn. Oh. Right, that's the technical term, honestly, is the thingamajigger. I need you, Yosef to give me a will save as it begins to command you to leave this place. I have a pretty good will save, so let's hope against command I do good. Uh, That is a 10 for a 20. That is a fail. Damn it! And it says... And you must spend one action at the beginning of your next turn attempting to leave and never return. Okay. Well, I don't like that. It could be worse. Yeah, no, it could be. And for its second action, um, you see oh, only a one action. shimmering... Or, I'm sorry. It's third action. That was two actions to cast that spell. And for its third action, a shimmering shield raises around it. Asmordrin, you are up. I'm going to delay. Thanks. All righty. This thing uh, that you know is there, it's hidden, right? Because it's invisible, but it's not undetected. 
Uh, you can sense this shimmering uh, light moving into the vicinity of where Yosef was. You can't quite make out the thing. Like I said, it is hidden, but it is not uh, undetected. Still know where it is. You would not have to seek to hit it. It would simply be a mischance if you were to make the attempt. So that first uh, action moves over there. And on... Uh, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. Shit. Oh, well. Hand off the chest piece. Fourth, second action. Or second and third action. Yosef, I need you to give me a fortitude save. Again with the fortitude saves, my man. Yeah. Stop Those it. are really good for rogues. You hear this voice in your ears and it says, I really it hope not. Time. But I got a natural six for a 14. That is a critical failure and you are permanently oh, blinded. No. Cool. Oh. Oh. No. Like forever? That's going to be like so forever. sad when he tries to run out of the room and starts running into the walls. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to leave? <laughs> For the last really action, fun. he spins you around three times. Uh, like when you walk into a room and turn on the lights and there's a rat actually in there and the light has blinded it and it tries to scamper yeah. away yep. and it's just like all over the walls. <laughs> but now this thing is invisible. Next to Olio. I'm sorry. Except I'm not. No, you're not. I'm not. <laughs> I was about to say. No, you're not. You're oh, definitely man. not. Solus, you're up. All right. Uh, so is Yosef visibly blinded? You can't like, tell As far anything. as I'm concerned, can I? Okay. All right. All right. Then seeing this thing pop, pop up back up. You would view, be able to hear. To you would be able to hear that thing say this. Maybe this time it'll last a bit longer. So okay. you may be able to okay. infer. Sure. Um, let me fix this for everybody. Uh, Yosef will scream. I'm blind! Again! <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie Your doodle, I'm blind mother. again. I can't see again! Somebody hit this thing! I... And then you hear a lot of screaming and cursing and it seems to be some weird Eurasian step language. All right, I'm going to run 5, 10, 15, 20... 25 feet forward, so I'm standing directly to the right of Yosef, and um, I'm gonna use my second action just to try to attack this thing. So, swiping out with my sword, which I had drawn prior to this combat, uh, plus 11 to hit. Pretty good shot. Uh, 14 for a 25. That's a hit, buddy. Nice. Smack it. Okay, rolling for damage. That's uh, 2d8 plus 4. 7 points of damage. Nearly minimum. Okay. Yeah, it could be worse, right? Uh, re- well, technically, yes. Te- but not by much. Yeah. By, yeah, technically. Nearly All minimum. Right. It's not minimum. Gosh, I thought you yeah. knew the maths. All right. I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I unsuccessfully tried to clip its wings. I'm going to try again. Go for it. Uh, so that's minus five. So that's plus six. Eight for a 14. That's a mess. Yeah. All right. And that's it for my turn. I will go ahead and take my turn after my death. Go for it, Asmordrin. Bring out the big bombs. All right. I'm going to go there. All right. So, and I'm going to people at home exactly where you're moving. 
Uh, I have moved uh, 15 feet into the room and over to the left so that my back is against the wall. The lurker in light is about 15 feet to my north, and the ghoul is put him 25 feet to my north, slightly to the right of the lurker. And I am going to throw a blight bomb at this lurker. Ooh, 19 plus S of 29 to hit him. That is a hit. Uh, that is 13 damage. All right, this, this bomb comes at this thing, and it looks up to see it incoming. It tries to shield itself as it comes in because uh, it does not remember very fondly these things uh, the last time it encountered you. That's good. Damn right, baby. The one, and how much damage was that again? Balls. 13. <laughs> Excellent. And I am going to go ahead and throw a Tanglefoot bag at the ghoul over there. Although it looks very spellcastery. It's already cast a spell. I don't think it's going to be trying to move up much. Uh, fuck it. Let's do... You know what? We're going to work him over with an acid bomb if we can. That is a 16 on the die, 4 plus 5, so a 21 to hit him. That's a mess. Okay. I... I'm going to try my hero point that I got from just the beginning of the episode. And no, that was a five. So a miss. And that is my turn. Okay, William, you have seen Yosef come in and impotently smack a case. Oh, he does take uh, three points of acid damage, though. Sorry. Okay, cool. There we go. Pop that off. Thank you for letting me know. William, you've seen Yosef run in, impotently smack a case. Uh, something happened to him, him scream that he is blind and start flailing his little rat arms around and running into the walls. <laughs> Solus runs in, uh, smacks the now visible lurker in light, does a little bit of damage. And then as Mordrin steps into the room and tosses a couple bombs. Like a civilized person does. Like a civilized <laughs> person. Yeah. Yep. Stop you team flashing! Have this big opening to just run on in and lay down some hurt. So what oh, yeah. is it that you do? Bill is going to like Sonic the Hedgehog when he stands in place and charges up and he's like He starts to curl into a ball and roll on the yeah, ground. Exactly. And uh use sudden charge because I am very far from any of these creatures that I can attack. Um, so I'm going to move. It's going to take me 50 feet to get right in between these two creatures um, with sudden charge. Uh, on the end of my second turn, I can make a melee strike as part of my second turn. Uh, and I'm going to attack the lurker in the light. It's going to be the first one I attack because he blinded my friend. And he is now flanked. Yes, he is. Bitch. Yeah. And this is my plus 11 with Halandra. Swing for the fences, buddy. Teen for a 29. That is a hit. Excellent. So that is palpable hit. It is. Big meaty strike. It's not a crit, even with it being flat footed. No. Woof. Lame. All right. Five, four, four. So that is plus four. So five, four is nine, 13 plus four, 17 points of damage to this guy. Gross. And then as my last action, I am going to use, well, I am going to use Halandra's sweep trait 
to just swing around and smack this. Cool. So you have a minus guy. four instead of a minus five. Correct. So I have a nice. plus seven to this attack instead of a plus six. Um, so I get that plus one circumstance. Good use for the sweet buddy. Yeah. 17. That's cool. 17. That, that's a mess. Plus seven is 24. Oh, that's a hit. Sorry. That's 17 on the die. My apologies. Yeah. 17 no, actually, on the die. Plus that, that, is, that is a, um, that's a hit. But this shimmering shield that had brought brought up comes to block the blow as it comes ah. in. So give me that damage. Okay. Um, so that is also 2d10 plus 9, 9, and 5. Woo! 20, what? 20, 18 plus 23 plus 4. 27 points of damage. Okay, so this uh, this shield comes up. This, this shimmering shield of force comes up and interposes itself between Halandra and this creature and it hits this and just shatters it completely but it slows your momentum down just a bit and you only strike a glancing blow upon this creature it does damage it but definitely you can tell that you didn't have all the oomph in Mm -hmm. it that you really wanted but I broke its shield fuck that thing that's the end of my turn Yosef my little blind boy I'm compelled to leave the room right you are compelled. Oh, yeah. Your first action, you must attempt to leave this place and never return. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do to have fun. Since I'm blind, that I'm going to argue that in the middle of losing my vision and panicking looking around the room, I have lost my orientation and where I'm supposed to be. But I know that I have to leave and never return, at least for the next however many seconds. So I'm going to roll a D8 and see what direction Perfect. I have to run. Perfect, that's what I was going to suggest. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so let's go. Okay, so let's let's determine where this is before you tell oh, me. It's just, it's it's just clockwise. the four corners and then the inter- yeah, clockwise that the clockwise. four corners and the intersecting places. Well, I know, like- I know, but clockwise one is the position to the north of you and then it yes. goes clockwise. Yes. I just wanted yeah. to make sure that was clear. Yeah, so like one would be straight up to the north, two would be northeast. Perfect. Three would be east, so on and so forth. Uh, that being said, I got a four, which is actually perfect, because that would bring me to my southeast. So, for one action, I'm going to run the max movement that I can, which is only 15 feet, until I doink right into this corner. Uh, I would argue that you could continue against the wall one of those two directions, and I'll let okay. you roll a D. But give me a DC 10, and if you if you get... Um, sorry, a DC 11. Give okay. me a DC 11. If you get an 11 or higher, you're going to go straight east. If you get lower, you're going to go straight south. Straight east? Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I got a 17. Okay, so you're going to go east for the rest of your movement. So that's another 10. Uh, yeah, there you go. Another 10 feet, and you have put yourself right into a corner. That is all 25 of my movement for my first action. Perfect. Oh, I love it. I like the way that that was done. So I'm now in a corner. And blind. All the way in the southeast part of the room. So everybody in the middle of all of their fighting, you see Yosef just book it away from everything, and he just kind of like... A NPC in a video game that's lagged out running into a corner. <laughs> it's just doing He's a stationary a run. A T-pose, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm lagging out of the surf. So, uh, he's frantically, like, his hands up against the corner. He's like, oh, I'm trying to leave. Wait, why would I leave? I need to kill that motherfucker. This will wear off eventually, I'm sure. So, I have no idea where I am, though, in the room. So, 
I mean, I would hear sounds of combat. Right. right? You, have, like, imp- you have imprecise sense or imprecise sense of hearing. So okay. you would know the general direction that things are coming from. Okay. Well, I'm just going to walk five, ten feet towards the sound. I have no idea what this is, even on my screen, to the direct west of me. <laughs> this, is, this is a real Mr. Magoo kind of movie. Yeah, right? Oh my gosh, I cannot... Okay, so for those of you at home, Foundry does this really cool thing when you're blind, where you cannot actually see anything yeah. other than, like, the vague outline of the room. Yeah, I don't know and who this is. And then you can see the noise, I guess, heat map of what creatures would yeah. be. Oh god! So I can just tell That's that there's good. something in this square adjacent to me. <laughs> That's not good. So okay, this will be funny. I'm gonna scream, "You motherfucker!" and then attack what's directly to the west of me, not knowing what it okay, is. Okay, so first roll concealment. Yep. So uh, DC 11. Okay. I got a three. Okay, so you're gonna swing and miss. Okay, I swing and miss. All right, and that's all <laughs> three Joseph, of your actions. Joseph, that, that was. Be careful. What? Who is this? So, so, who do you think it is? I, I can't see. I just, there's a lot of voices going around. The acoustics in this room are crazy. Smash the cabinets. It's in my turn. <laughs> oh, boy. Who do you think this is? This is gonna be fun. I can imagine it just like clanking against your ankles and you're like, what the fuck? I just imagine you're going to kick me like a horse that was just annoyed. Just, <laughs> you push me away with your foot. So this this ghoulish thing that has uh, commanded Yosef to leave turns behind it at this big effigy of flesh and reaches out her hand and grabs a chunk off of it and bites it. And she's going to regain some hit points. Not, Not cool. too shabby. And What's she that is noise? Now quickened one. Who's mixing pasta? What is that noise? It seems to be drawing <laughs> strength from the effigy. Oh, gross. That's what I... Oh, fuck. All right, I'll hey, describe it to you. So one of the girls is going Throw over bombs. to the other girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time. Oh, my God. Tell me later when I can see again. This should wear off soon. And... Yep. <laughs> <sighs> Billiam. Mm-hmm. It now, after she consumes that, she's eating it with one hand and, and this gore Ooh. and, and ichor is just oozing down her mouth and she's got this, this fury in her eyes and she's looking at you crazed. And as she does that, she reaches out with her other hand. So after eating the one girl, you. her hand is, her mouth is all juicy. And I need you to give me a fortitude save. She gave you the bad touch, Billiam. Say no. I know, I know. This isn't an an attack, right? This is my no-no square. No, it is is just a fortitude save. Okay. 18 for a 29. Rocks tonight, guys. It's my new dice tray. Okay. Hey, Trevor, at least you got one of us with something tonight. Don't feel too bad. (laughs) Oh, no, no. And and my fortitude save is great. Oh, you're still going to take some damage. damage. That's okay. You're just going to take half damage on this one. Um, this is just a little touch of undeath. Uh, so that's going to be half of 3d6. Oh, shit. It could have been a considerable chunk. Three, yeah. three points of damage. Total? Negative. Three points of total negative damage. Almost ne- almost uh, minimum. It was 
bad. But as she does that, she reaches out with that hand and she finishes what's in her other hand and that nasty, disgusting, gross hand. She reaches out and touches you with that one. And I need oh, another gross. fortitude save. Gosh, your hands. Luke. I know, right? Gross. Use a okay. fork. These are, this is not as good. 16 for a 27. Not as good, right? <laughs> I, just have good, yeah. I just have a great fortitude. I got a, I got a Yeah, that's my weak earlier. save, so... Yeah, that's my good save. That, that's you're, you're you're still good. You're still good. Okay. Uh, but this one is significantly more damage. That hopefully you only take half of. Yeah. You'll take 14 points of damage, negative yeah. damage. Okay, I'm going to use retributive strike. You and uh, take a step forward. No, don't do it. So I'm uh, like uh, south into the east from Billiam. I can't attack the thing, but I can absorb some damage. So reduce that by six. Sweet. So eight. All right, so as as that damage is done to him, not only was this thing empowered by consuming the flesh of this this effigy behind it, but it also seems to have become empowered by drawing life force from Billion. Double buff. Mm. Double buff. Bump, bump. And that is the end of its turn. But up next is our little buddy, the Lurker in Light. I like to imagine that as Solus left his square and moved north for retributive strike, that Yosef just does like the caveman SpongeBob's pose, like. (laughs) 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 So, this thing, as it moves to the northwest, it blinks out of visibility. You don't see it again until it appears in the far northwestern corner of the room. Nerd. And as it becomes visible, you can see that in its chest, it's charging up this blast of searing light. Oh, Jesus. Charging my laser. It's coming out. That extends from its chest and shoots directly at William. And I'm going to do a happy dappy little spell attack. Final flash. Right? Yeah. It's going to be a 22 to hit. Just barely. Okay. Oh, boy. You take full damage. Be happy that you're not a fiend or undead. I am not. Just a fiend in bed. That's going to be 15 <laughs> points of fire damage. Ooh. And that is the end of its turn. Solace, you are up. Okay. Uh, first, uh, right before then, it takes. Seven points of poison damage, and it needs to make a flat check to end the ongoing damage from the blight bomb. All right, that's DC 15 flat, right? Yes. 17. Wasted a good roll on that crap. Let's well, see, said seven points of poison damage that will not tick again, so that makes me, makes me very happy. All right, Solus. After we were so rudely interrupted, you can continue your turn. All right, uh, Raymond, how's your health doing? I'm, I'm getting down there. Bill doesn't. Okay. Bill, Bill hasn't felt this week in a long time. Okay. All right. That's not good. <laughs> um, we'll see how this next round goes. Don't worry. I'll be I'm right there to, to help you. Joseph, <laughs> <laughs> y- you take care of Solus again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Uh, I'm going to move five feet forward, then to the northeast, then to the north again. So putting this ghoul between me and Billiam. Uh, so I'm standing right next to the effigy now. 
Uh, with my second action, I would like to attack it. All righty. You're, what are you attacking? The effigy? Uh, no, the uh, the ghoul. Oh, okay, okay. So... 13 for a 24. That is a hit. All right. Then just a moment. Okay. Not rolling in Foundry anymore because fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a weenie. That's two. Damn it. <laughs> that's a three. Damn it. Oh, no. So that's, nine. that's nine points of damage total. Uh, I've seen worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but last round. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna do it again. I'm going to fucking do it again. Well, I, actually, I'd like to try to intimidate this thing. Go for it. Yeah. So plus eight to intimidation. Nice. Uh, 19 for 27. It is intimidated. Okay. You are routed. You are surrounded on all fronts. You have not a hope. And it cowers a little bit. It like, looks at you sideways. It notices uh, Iomade's signet on your shield and knows what that means for it as an undead. And that's it. All right. As Mordrin. Buddy. Move up here. We're going to huck our alchemist fire at our little light friend over on the far northwest side of the room. That is a 14 for a 24. That's a hit. Wait, you're who, who are you sending that at again? Sorry. The lurker. The lurker. Uh, that is a hit. Yeah. Ooh, that is 20 points of fire damage. Holy no, no. I'm sorry. Crap. I'm sorry. That is 18. I added that. Holy shit. 18 points of fire damage. That's not great for him. And he has two persistent fire damage. Don't like it at all. I I wish you hadn't, honestly. What? I'm out of those. I I only hit, I think I have to roll like a 17 or higher to hit with my second attack on either of these guys without me flat-footed, so no point wasting a bomb. Uh, Actually... Um, I'm going to move up over here and then I'll yell back for Yosef. Yosef, get get up here. Get between Billiam and I. Follow, follow my voice. You got it, I think. I think that's pretty sure that's just Modrin. It echoes a lot (laughs) in here. Where are you coming from? And, oh, maybe I could have Muckwort. He's going to use his free action and he's going to climb onto Yosef. Oh God! What is that? <laughs> yeah. It's my it's Mockwart. We're we're gonna ratatouille this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's reverse ratatouille, though. <laughs> it's yeah, reverse ratatouille. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we named the previous episode Ratablui. This could have been a good ratatouille. Yeah, reference. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, we ratablu it. Who washes the oh, Watchman? God. Yeah. Ratablui Part Two. Whatever. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a, uh, I, I have a, a, a horrifying creature crawling on me, pulling on my hair. All right, that's the end of Asmordrin's turn, and by extension, Muckwort's. Billiam, you're up. You're flanking this guy or this yeah, gal. And, and Bill got fucked up last time, so Bill mad, guys. Bill very mad. Angry. Mm-hmm. Bill is gonna rage. He is mad. 
Bill is going to ask the DM to make Bill rage because Bill can't do it anymore. <laughs> so just so you are aware, you can do this, and I'm going to tell you how to do this right now so this stops happening. Okay. Uh, go into your actions. Yeah. Go down to rage. Yeah. You see that effect rage? Effect grant, uh, Grant's effect rage? Yep. Drag that yeah. into your hot bar. When you say hot bar. It's a bar at the bottom that has the numbers and star on, stuff on it. Okay. Oh, and then hit enter? Yeah, drop. we'll just drag and drop it on there. I did. And, and I see you UID compendium feet effect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you can just drop that whole effect onto your token now. Oh, wait. No, you can't. That doesn't work no, anymore. I can't. Yeah, okay. It well, says then UI. you can just open up Rage where it says Grant's effect Rage. Yeah. And you can drag that onto your token. Well, there you go. Rah, Bill's raging Except twice now. now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. Bill learns how to rage in the moment because <laughs> Bill forgot. <laughs> um, it's like no, riding yeah. a bike. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So Bill's going to rage. Bill uh, he's uh, Bill, Bill mad and uh, yeah, swings Alondra up above his head. And I'm just looking straight at this this lady ghoul, and I'm just going to take her out. This is my plus 11. Bring it down. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So. This thing's getting smoked. So, You're I have been wanting to use this. Bill has leech clipper. Oh. <laughs> so, Bill would like for Halandra to wrap around the target's legs, causing the foe to take a t- 10 circumstance bonus. However, which I don't care about. Until they or their allies detangle the weapon, which takes a total of two interact actions. Okay. But you also lose Halander, so you can't attack Correct. me with it anymore. Correct. But I'd like to pull out the Retribution X. Okay. Well, first, let's let's adjudicate Let's do that crit the damage, family. Crit damage oh, yes. There. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do that first. <laughs> 4D10. He's so excited. Yeah. He probably wouldn't have even done damage if he not said anything. I know, anything. seriously. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I just would have, I would have been like, that's the end of my turn, guys. <laughs> Not incredible. Four, five, five. So. Where's the. It's 14 plus. So everything gets doubled, right? So I, yes. I add it all up yep. first and then double it. Wouldn't that be 4d10? So, so uh, well. No, that's not no, how I, that works. 2d10 right? plus four uh, plus 1d6. Okay. Gotcha. And I got 14 points. Right. Yeah. Right. So 28 points of damage. And. I'm done. So okay, I guess, how, okay, I guess, wait, uh, where did you yeah. learn to do math? Five, five, and four is 14 plus 14. six because you're raging. That's 20. Doubled is 40. Oh, damage. I didn't do the sorry. I didn't do the plus six. My apologies for, from the rage. 40 so that would be damage. 40 damage. 40 oh, damage. Sorry. For, I, did, uh, I, did, <laughs> I did 14 times two is 28. That's, That's nasty. And I don't and like it. A daddy one of those, for sure. Oh, yeah. And one of those fives was the fire damage. I don't know if that matters with this ghoul. Um, but nah. So, well, it's on okay. fire now, okay. so yeah, it is has it does have persistent fire damage on this ghoul now. Good luck right, putting it out what, when your legs yeah. are all wrapped up, Fun. idiot. Yep. Um, yeah, and I'll take out the retribution axe, and that will be the end of Bill's turn. I hate all of it. <laughs> That's the first twenty I've gotten in a while. Are up. So, I'm going to listen to the call of my friend's voice, knowing that they wouldn't lead me astray, and also being pulled on my scalp by a plant creature question mark uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna move into position and then muckboard is going to heal i guess uh i will stop (laughs) my weapon in hand and i i will hear the meaty thwack of the head of halandra smacking into this thing and wrapping around its legs um so now that it is a mobile and i know where it is i'm gonna roll the hit before anything else 
that is a three. So that misses. <laughs> Just on the, the miss chance. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang and bang and try again, because there's literally nothing else I can do. Let's go. Uh, and that is a seven on the flat check, so I missed that. And uh, yeah, I swing wildly into the air, um, <laughs> kind of like in between, whereas Mordrin and Solus are off to the, the northeast over there between their squares. And uh, at the end of my turn, as Mordrin rotates me 45 degrees. Yeah, just just enough to like make everybody kind of step back a little bit. To not <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a oh, whipping shit, bladed shit. chain just like flying around in the air. That this blind, angry old rat is just swinging away at nothing. Oh boy, this is looks like we got a sticky situation here for my ghoul. But she sees Yosef flailing and being completely unable to do anything useful, mm-hmm. and laughs mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and reaches out to touch your soft furry head. I need I'm you to give a, me a fortitude save. She's going to give me a boop. <laughs> She's going to boop the snoot. Oh, God. <laughs> My worst save again. Okay. Let's do this. Damn. For an 18. That's going to be a fail. Of course it is. Give it to oh, me. No. You're going to take 33 points of negative damage. That's a oh lot. Oh my god, uh, retributive oh, strike? What? Please? <laughs> retributive Jesus. Strike, please? That's a lot. Uh, yeah. Um, first off, retributive strike. Uh, reduce that by six for all the good that'll do. Um, okay. 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 Uh, and I'm going to try to hit her now. All right. 16 for 27. Nice. That's a hit. Okay. And this is with my extra damage because this is a ghoul, so she's undead. Yep. Yep. Okay. Rolling in foundry. That is 16 points of damage. Which... Ouch. Nice. I don't like that at all. I keep rolling really poorly on damage. No. And for this thing's final action, okay, I got that. this touch it did to you seems to, again, empower it in some way. It's going to, at its reduced speed, move up to the back of the room. And that's the end of its turn, and it loses the frightened status that it had. Does this thing have a, a persistent damage effect on it? Yeah. Yes, it does. What type of, okay, so from Christian, did this have a persistent? No, it's from uh, okay. Billiam's critical hit. Yeah. Oh, did you hit this thing with a blight bomb earlier? No. Okay. I wouldn't attack undead that, with poison. I'm not stupid. See, I was just making sure. <laughs> That's why I was like, wait, hold on a second. Okay, so it has some persistent damage from Billiam. So I'm going to roll to try to shake that off. Only a 10, so I do not. So give me mm. a d6 for your persistent Five. fire. Five fire damage. All righty. And that is the end of its turn. Up next is this toasted lurker in light. He is not looking great in the least. Who boy. He ain't feeling it. Not at all. But he is going to... Uh, send a small little dot of light. Uh, this is outside of its... You know what? It's going to send a small little dot of light towards Billiam. Because you are within its range increment. Poop. And here comes this little 
boop of light. It's 21 to hit. Oh, it does. Okie dokie. Um, well, first of all, that is going to do a little bit of damage. This is 12 points of force damage. Okay. So and I need you to give me a will save. Just say no. That's how willful you are. <laughs> My will sucks, but nope. Oh, that's a d12. I was like, why is that number so big? <laughs> I was like, that's a very big seven. 13 for a 20. Okay. You are enveloped in a golden light. And for the next minute, you can be neither concealed nor invisible. No matter what effect be. would otherwise uh, uh, happen to you. And you shed a bit of light around yourself. And uh, it liked that so much that it's going to throw another one of those at Yosef. You asshole. This one's going to be out of its range (laughs) increment. So it's a second range increment. So that's a minus two, right? Okay. Is that correct? What is my AC that I'm blind? Yes. I don't think your AC changes. Yes. No, it does. You're considered flat footed because I am considered hidden to you. Oh, this will All be against right. your flat-footed AC, and uh, it's outside of my range increment, so it's actually uh, I don't plus think. 10. I mean, Yosef, it hasn't done anything to hide its square. It would have, even though it's not invisible, it's technically invisible because Yosef it can't see. Matter. However, it's, it's still hidden. Oh, wait, no, it's not invisible yet. So, but no, it it's invisible matter. to Yosef. It's he simply he knows its location. He does so he has the mischance, but that doesn't make you flat footed. They have That's to be. True. That's true. Yeah. So he technically okay. would not be flat footed against it. That's fine. Uh, okay. I'm not glad flat-footed. in the circumstance that that's the case, but I think that's stupid. I feel like I should be flat footed to an attack mm-hmm. I can't see coming. I actually rolled really, really well on this. Unfortunately, it's not a natural twenty, but it's almost. That's a thirty to hit. Not a. So I'm not flat footed, correct? You are not flat footed. That is not a crit. Thank you. Okay. It's very so close. Here we're going to do some damage on you. Eight points. Okay. And I need you to give me a will save. All right. This is my favorite save. God, fuck. Finally, a natural 15 for a 23. Okay. You are fine. I mean, not that it would have affected you much anyway. I was about to say, do and I shine bright like a diamond? Final action. This thing is going to move to be adjacent to its ally. And as it does so, it becomes invisible again. Solus, you're up. It takes two fire damage and it needs to make a check. Yep, here comes the check. It's a 16. So two fire damage and it doesn't happen again. Thank God. You're doing pretty well against these guys, actually, believe it or not. All right, sure. Yeah, you have some lasting consequences, but I don't care about yeah. you. It may get worse, depending on how this fight goes. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So this thing is uh, it's hidden, but like it, I, I still know where it is, right? Yes, um, you just have a 50% yes. mischance. You have a, yeah, you okay. have a mischance on it. Okay. So I'm going to run 5, 10, 15 feet to the west, so I'm directly in front of the invisible creature and to the southwest of uh, the ghoul. Um, I'm going to roll to hit the thing, the 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 lurker butterfly thing. All right, go for it. Okay. Uh, so first off, roll my mischance. Yep, let's go for that first. Give me a okay. DC 11. 
12. Ooh, nice. there you go. Now give yeah. me that. Give me that to hit. Okay. Yeah. Hit it. Uh, 12 again for a 23. That's a miss, unfortunately. Oh, oh. damn it. God damn Jeez. it. All right. Lame. Um, uh, I, with this reduced chance to hit, I want to try to attack the ghoul. All right, go for it. So, yeah. He's rolling ready for, for plus you. Six. Oh, I got to take the flat-footed off. Man. Damn it, nine for a 15. Yeah, that's... It, hold on, let me check the table. Give me a second. No, no that's a mess. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to hit. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it for my turn. Yeah, but you know what? You're in retributing. Uh, you're in retribution distance. No, I used it uh, earlier this round to protect oh, that's true. Uh, Yosef. That's true. Yeah, so... Appreciate it, buddy. You're welcome. Yes, Mordrin. You're up. All right. So, sorry, Zorlis. And I throw an acid bomb, 15, 25 at the <laughs> ghoul. What? That is a hit. All right. So the ghoul, Solus, and the lurker in light are all going to take three acid splash damage. Oh. The ghoul's going to take one more point of acid damage, and it also now has persistent acid damage. Well, that's shitty. Melt him. Did you take your mm-hmm. acid damage, Solus? Uh, yeah, I did. I just took three damage. Reduced to your bases. I'm going to huck another bomb at the ghoul. That is a 10 for a 15, which is going to be a miss, but that I know it's miss, not definitely. a but I know it's not a critical miss because the 25 hit, so Solus, the ghoul, and the lurker and light are all going to take three points of splash <laughs> slashing damage. Alright. <laughs> Okay, I'm uh, glad I had full health. And I'm going to spend my last action to give Muckwort two actions, and he is going to ready them to steer Yosef to battle. (laughs) 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 All right. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's it's Leshatui is what it is. (laughs) This is Pacific Rim Rat Edition. Yeah, right. (laughs) Rat Pacific Rim, maybe? Yeah. No. Sorry. Oh, no. Billion. <laughs> Don't quit your day job. Let's go. Bill's didn't Bill's Bill coming up north. Five ten feet. Looking right at this lady ghoul. Not happy that she's taken so much of his life. She's my uh, lady. her down, Billion. Yosef needs yeah. all the help he can get to hit. <laughs> so Bill's never used this retribution axe before, so he's like, ooh, let's see what this baby can do. And uh, I'm going to swing this. Oh, I can't see that thing. So I'm, I'm going to swing at the ghoul first. Let's see if I hit her. 19. I'm rolling rocks tonight, guys. I got to show you this. I don't know. You rolled nice below like a 15. All I haven't. I rolled a 13. I rolled a th- I, all of my things to not get hurt by these are failing. But all Your my attacks, I'm doing great. My Yeah, and my initiative <laughs> sucked out. But all my attacks what? have been 15 and higher. So what was that to hit? A 30. On what was that? The ghoul. The ghoul. The ghoul? Okay, that's a hit. Yes. Excellent. So the this is, yeah, let me look at what this actually does. This is 1d12 plus 6. 11! Guys! Look that's at this. pretty good. Oh, fucking 11! Uh, plus Damn. 6, so a 17 points of damage to this thing. Times 2. Or wait, no, it's not a crit. Not a crit. Right, 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 right. So 17, 17 points, points of 
damage. Yeah. Oh, we need to get a striking drone on that thing. I know, seriously. Right. Is this the retribution axe? This is the retribution axe. You know, those work a little bit differently if you've taken damage from something. Yes, that, that's okay. I had it out, and okay, I, was, I'm just making sure. I was hoping it was going to attack me, but it didn't last turn. It, it ran away. So, um, and uh, man, I feel like I should swing at the at the lurker in the light, but I can't see it, and I don't think Bill is smart enough to attack at something he can't see. So I think I'm just going to attack this ghoul one more time. Do it. Yep. Hey guys, a bad roll. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I got a nine for a plus six, 15. Okay, that's a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that will be the end of Bill's turn. And I say, hit me, bitch. Damn. Yeah. Calling him out. Yosef, Buckaroo Bonsai. So, as Muckward is pulling on the, the fur around my ears and eyebrows, uh, <laughs> Yosef falls to a knee. Uh, bleeding profusely and breathing heavily because I have one HP. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No. So, I'm Muckler going to bites use... you for your... <laughs> yeah, right? I die. Yeah, you go down. Uh, okay, so I'm going to use uh, an action to retrieve a potion and then an action to drink said potion. The Elixir of Life Moderate <laughs> that I have sitting in, in my inventory right now. So I could get 5d6 plus 12 hit points back because I hurt a lot and I don't want to die. Okay, so just going to roll that in Foundry. 32 points of healing. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. So out of, yeah, out of my 5d6, I rolled a 5, a 4, 4, 2, and 5. Not bad. Not bad at all. So That's actually real good. So that's your first two actions? Yeah, it is. And uh, I guess I'm going to use my last action to move because there's something pulling on my fucking fur. So I'm going to move until I boom right into this wall all the way to the north. And I'm you can't uh, go all there because oh, there right, there's, is a, a, there's a meat effigy there's a, in the way. A flesh statue. So move back <laughs> about five feet. Yeah, there's a meat man, woman, person between me and the wall. Yeah, Bill's, Bill's turned this Also, away. if you take a bite out of her, she will heal you. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily true. We've seen it happen. So I'm I'm going to move up to the north until there's like a noise. And I'm like, oh, no, backward. Why? (laughs) (laughs) And that was the end of my turn. (laughs) I like that turn. I've done so much while doing so little. (laughs) I feel like. (laughs) And you're not dying, which is good. Not anymore. That's subject to change. Seeing as how I. I know directed back towards the creature then <laughs> I, I basically I healed for just as much as it hurt me for mm-hmm. last round so let's see it happen again oh boy this listeners I know I should have is... ran away from this creature but the, the, the narrative demands that I move forward <laughs> I know I should have ran away but I'm an idiot Muckwort commanded me elsewhere for all I know he's directing me to safety <laughs> he's also an idiot Okay. This is interesting. Who looks over at the Lurkises? And a wave of negative energy. I'm sorry about this. I tripped me. Oh, 
gun spell. So thank your lucky stars that you drank that potion. But I need everybody to give me a fortitude save. That's my good one. Oh, God. Lady of Grace, protect me. Lurker actually succeeded. My God, you are shitting me. No, it's not good. Did you roll a one? Yes, I rolled a natural one. Oh my no, god! No, you fucking didn't. Oh my god! Okay, uh, so. what a waste of a valuable elixir, Jake. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god! I just—you might as well have stayed at one hit point. It wouldn't have changed anything. No, oh my fucking. It's, okay. I'm so glad I drank it though. Now, yeah, right. No, but see, it wouldn't have mattered if you were at one hit point going into this or if you were at 50 and he deals 50. You still go down. It's you just are dying one no matter what. Well, he goes dying two this time because if it kills him, right? If it it takes him down. And I think it's going to, honestly. Uh, Okay, so Joseph, you you crit failed. What'd you get, Solas? I got a 7 for a 16. You did not crit fail, but you did fail. Okay. Uh, as Mordrin. 18 for a 28. You succeed. And Billion. 16 for a 27. Okay, you succeed. All right. So, Billion. Mm. As Mordrin. You each are going to take 10 points of damage. <gasps> Still alive, but barely. <laughs> Solus, you're going to take 21. Okay. Yosef, you're going to go down with 42 points of damage. No. Yeah, I am unconscious and dying. Dying too. Okay. I I would like to use retributive strike and defend Billiam. Oh, thanks. Look at you. Wait, you're, if you took peach. six off of Yosef, you wouldn't be down, would you? I, I... Yes, I would. That depends. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he would still be down. I had 33 hit points. Uh, yeah. And did 42. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm going Ooh. to defend Billium. Thanks. And uh, do retributive strike against that thing. That's six. You, da- you damage six, right? Take six, right? Yeah. So against the ghoul. Uh, 14 for 25. That's a hit. Nice. Give me that damage. Okay. Uh, my D8. Okay. Rolling with the first D8. Five, four, so nine plus eight, uh, 17 points of damage. Good schwa. Okay, that's pretty good, actually. And it is not happy. It is very sick feeling. <laughs> I mean, it did get a little da- a little back from its, uh, from its channeling there. But the Lurker in Light also having taken... A fair amount of Is its damage. turn over? Are you on to the yes. worker and like it's its turn is over. It takes eleven points of acid damage. Make a oh. save to end that. A natural twenty. So Ugh. unfortunately I wasted Gross. it on that. <sighs> As this happens, the Lurker and Light haven't taken some damage, doing real bad, kind of burning, you know. Lurker and Light seeming empowered by this loss of life in its midst. 
uses that energy to empower a summoning gate over the space that Billiam and Yosef are in. And out comes a swarm of these lovely creatures. These oh. small fairy-like creatures holding the tooth fairies with collections of teeth scattered I, I about don't see them. I don't see anything. In I dropped it in Discord. Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh. It's a tooth fairy. And it oh, becomes yeah, visible so just long enough to... Oh, God. Uh, these all get the minion trait, so they act on my turn. So, Christian, real quick, give me the quick rundown on minions. Uh, so, it takes three actions for it to cast the summoning spell if it's a normal summoning spell and when they come into being they get their two actions for being a minion as if he had spent an action the empowerment of yosef's going unconscious allows it to use ritual gate which will let me cast uh a summoning spell with one verbal component action so that's my first action and i would go visible it's second action it will uh you know, it's second and third action. It's going to use Dimension Door and poof, out of existence, down to the doors. Son of a bitch. By the southern end of the room. As it poofs away across the room, these swarms of tooth fairies begin crawling up Billiam's body and across Yosef's body, and they're holding their pliers and they're coming down to grab their teeth. And as a plier finds purchase on Yosef's front left incisor, I'm not sure what happens because we're going to have to find out next week. Oh, you bastard. Oh, <laughs> no. This is bad. It's this is really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Like, <laughs> so now know, this right? is at the end of the recording. Uh, Trevor, is this something I might have to have The role for intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc., used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Role for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfi. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening.